Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one-third of the fastest-growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or, if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every. NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Into the Ringer Gambling Show. Austin Gill here with JJ John Jastrzemski and Raheem the Dream Palmer on our last division preview ahead of the 2022 NFL season. I was talking to Raheem a little bit ago, JJ. I was like, I want to, I want to let some of these week one bets fly. You know, I'm tired of talking futures and who's going to win the division. I want to start flying on some week one bets, but we'll get there soon. Make sure you tune in to the feed as we progress towards the 2022 NFL season. Last but not least, the NF. C North. Right now, the Green Bay Packers, the clear favorite to win this division at minus 155 on FanDuel. Vikings second at plus 240, and it's a two-horse race. The Lions at plus 950. They're a sexy pick after season or episode one of Hard Knocks there on HBO. A lot of people betting the Lions to win this division, which I think is absolutely foolish. And then the Bears, last but not least, in this division at plus 1200 to win it all. Win total set for the Packers at 10.5, Vikings 9.5, Lions 6.5, and the Bears 5.5. I want to start with the Packers, obviously the favorite in this division. But there's a lot of question marks with this Green Bay Packers team. Devontae Adams was 31%, 31% of the targets last year for this offense, 35% of the passing yards. That's second behind only Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. Obviously, both those receivers still on their same team. That's a massive loss trying to be replaced by a combination of Marcus Valdez-Scantling, Alan Lazard, Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins. I don't know what's going to happen. And the offensive line is a major issue. You look at any report in training camp right now. Elton Jenkins might start season on the uh, on the pop. That's the left tackle or the right tackle rather. David Bakhtiari, we don't know when he's coming back from injury. Defense is still a big strength for this football team, but offensively, question marks at receiver, question marks on the offensive line. I, I'm a little bit nervous about this Green Bay Packers team. Raheem, I'll start with you. Are the nerves right? Are we right to be a little bit nervous about this team that's currently set to win this division at minus 155? Okay, first things first, I got to correct you because not only did they lose Devontae Adams, they did lose Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Oh, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah, so they, they're replacing them, those two, with Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazar, Randall Cobb, and second-round rookie Christian Watson. Now, the thing that you got to look at is the fact that Aaron Rodgers has performed well without um, Devontae Adams throughout his career. I mean, obviously, last year, he led all quarterbacks in EPA and completion over expectation. But with Adams on the field, I mean, Green Bay's EPA was 0.25. With him off the field, it was 0.23. And they played seven games with, without Adams the last couple of years. The Green Bay Packers are scoring 31 points per game, and they're 7-0. and I mean, we all saw last year the Green Bay Packers, they defeated the Arizona Cardinals, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, at home without Devontae Adams. So I do think the Packers will be fine without him. I just think... Things are going to change. You're going to see a lot more Aaron Jones, a lot more A.J. Dillon. Um, I think the biggest thing that we're seeing with this Packers team is that they've really improved the defense. I mean, they they drafted a bunch of guys. I mean, so I think the strength of this team is going to be their defense. I think they're going to run the ball more. Um, obviously, you lose um, Zadarius Smith. But I, I just think this team is not going to take the drop back that people saw. Now, the one thing I will say is the Packers have overperformed their Pythagorean expectation more than any other team the last three years. I mean, they're winning by almost three three games on, on their Pythag. Now, a big part of that is Aaron Rodgers and his ability to win close games. I think this Packers team is going to be a good regular season team. I think the loss of Adams hurt them, hurts them more in the postseason. Nailed it, Raheem. Absolutely, positively nailed it. Because, yes, I know Devontae Adams was Aaron Rodgers' go-to guy. Yes, I understand he put up gaudy numbers. The Packers have guaranteed four wins, the way I see it, in the NFC North. They have two wins against the Chicago Bears. They own the Chicago Bears. Aaron Rodgers eats the lunch of the Chicago Bears. The Lions, despite all the hard knocks love, you think Aaron Rodgers, if he's on a field, is losing a game to Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions? Give me a freaking break. So when I see that right out of the gate, that to me is the roadmap and the blueprint for the Packers getting to 11 wins or 12 wins. They constantly win games with the LaFleur Rodgers duo. Since they've been a thing, they win in the regular season. And I, I, I think now we're at the point now where you can expect that. Come October and November and December, the Packers are going to win their games. In the playoffs, they have underperformed. They lose to the Niners last year, bitter playoff loss. Two years ago, they lose to Tampa Bay, game at home. I will not in any way invest in Green Bay to win the Super Bowl. I think there are too many questions about their team, the way they're built, the psyche, you name it, come January. But I'm going to be more than happy to go to the ticket window I bet the Packers isn't over this year. I don't know if they're winning the division. We'll get to that in a minute. But the Packers, with well, I don't even care if they're playing a first-place schedule. Being in the NFC North, I think almost guarantees them a spot in the playoffs with that quarterback. They just do. I would agree with you that they're a guaranteed playoff team. And FanDuel has that priced out. Minus 500 to be a playoff team next year. I just don't know if I can Ooh. guarantee you 11 wins. 11 wins. That 10.5 right now, that's where their win total is set. If you're betting the under, you're juiced to plus 135. And I want to sprinkle a little bit on it. Like, honestly, I mentioned the Devontae Adams thing. I think that's going to be a bigger deal next year, especially with, thank you for correcting me, Marcos Dallas-Scantling also gone there. The other part that worries me more, though, is the offensive line. 
Their two tackles are out right now. They could be missing, you know, the first parts of the season. And that offensive line is a big reason why in those games they won seven when Devontae Adams was out, Aaron Rodgers still able to get the football out and A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones ready to run the ball. The last point I'll bring up, Ty Schalter wrote an excellent piece for 538 where he looked at coin flip games, which is where the favorite has 60% win probability in the last five minutes. If you flip those the other way last year for the Green Bay Packers, their win total, their win total goes down four. That would be nine and eight last year. Again, yeah, speaking to that Pythagorean expectation. I get that. Very, but when you get, but when you got Rodgers, a lot of that stuff cancels out, guys. Let's be fair about that. When Rodgers yeah. is your quarterback, uh, uh, he finds ways to win those sort of games. So even if the numbers say, oh, it's bound for regression, may- maybe that's true. With that quarterback, that's all I'm going to say. Be careful. Oh, over, Be the very, last very careful. over the last three years, they're 18 and six in close games, which is the best win percentage in the NFL. So, which is Rodgers. A lot of that which is, is Rodgers. It's all Rodgers <laughs> at the end of the day. So I, I, the pot fag says that we should bet against this team. And it said that for the last three years, but they continue to win these close games. I think at some point it is going to come back to bite them, especially. I mean, when is David Bakhtiari come back? I mean, I know he tore his ACL in, um, in 2020. So I thought he would be back by now. Uh, but I mean, he's going to be a big part of this. I mean, this team. Bakhtiari still isn't practicing. It's likely that Elkton Jenkins is starting on the pop. Both of those are big concerns for me. I think there's just enough question marks to bet the under at plus 135 at 10 and a half. If this was set at nine and a half, I'm taking the over the whole way through. 10 and a half, I'm going under, taking the plus 135. I still like them to make the playoffs. The division, I don't like the price. I don't like it at minus 155, but I do think they're the rightful favorite to win this division. Let's get to the Minnesota Vikings. First year head coach in Kevin O'Connell. No more Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. They have a standout, arguably one of the best receivers in the NFL in Justin Jefferson. He's the favorite to lead the NFL in receiving yards next year at plus 900. A lot of reason to like this offense under Kevin O'Connell. All the reports out of training camp right now are that he's going to unlock Justin Jefferson even further. Kirk Cousins is going to perform better. Their left tackle, Christian Derisaw, apparently looks like a second version of Trent Williams. A lot of positivity for this offense in Minnesota. And you're even seeing some reports around Cameron Dantzler, that young cornerback, having some success as well. Is the Viking are the Vikings a sexy pick to win this division at plus 240? And do we also like them over their nine and a half win total at plus 105? JJ, you kick us off. Okay, I absolutely love the win total because the Minnesota Vikings, we mentioned the idea of falling short and finding ways to lose. They found way too many ways to lose over the course of last year. It felt like every single one of the Minnesota Vikings games came down to the wire like There are certain teams that I put in the category of they drive you to drink over the course of the year, like the Chargers historically are one of those teams. The Vikings over the last two or three years have been exactly that. When you bet against them, uh, they rub it right in your face. When you're with them, you're like, why in the world did I do this? But I think a new coaching staff, some fresh ideas, some innovation on the offensive side of the ball is going to lead to good things. And again, the fact that you have Detroit and Chicago for four games is advantageous. I look at Minnesota as a team to make the playoffs. I think there is absolutely value in getting that plus 240 to win the division. I know you're betting against Aaron Rodgers. I know how dicey that might be. But like when you go through you know, trying to find a decent long shot division pick, and I'm not talking about the AFC East where it looks like Buffalo's a shoe-in or some of these other divisions. This is one I had circled. Raheem, I am going to sprinkle. I don't love it, but I'm going to sprinkle it. I'm betting <laughs> their win total over, and I'm going to throw a little sprinkle down on the Vikings to win the NFC North. I'm a believer in this team. 
I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I mean, you guys mentioned Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, but KJ Osborne, I mean, he really emerged last year. Oh, he was a stud. I liked him. Yeah. Liked him. I mean, obviously you have Dalvin Cook, and you, if you have a head coach in Kevin O'Connell who isn't going to always run on early downs, not always be predictable, not play football out of the 1950s, I think this offense could be a lot more dangerous. I mean, this team last year was very frustrating for me because if you look at 11 of their first 12 games, they held a seven-point lead in all of them. Like, I've never seen anything like that. So I, I think, I mean, their, their Pythagorean expectation last year was was about even what said with, I mean, they were eight and nine. I think they underperformed by 0.5, but it felt like watching those games, they underperformed greater than what their Pythag said. So, I mean, I think the weakness on this team is obviously the secondary, but this team can still rush the passer. Um, and obviously you bring in a new defensive coordinator, um, there's going to be some people who say you might lose something um, going from Mike Zimmer to a new head coach. But I, I think they really have made some improvements. Obviously, you get guys back like they had a ton of injuries last year on the um, defensive line. I think um, Daniil Hunter was hurt. Everson Griffin was hurt. And they still were um, second in sacks on defense. So, I mean, obviously, you add a guy in Zadarius Smith from Green Bay. So you weaken one of your opponents. Um I like this team. I agree with you. I do think they can make the playoffs. I think you can you can take them to win a division at plus 240 and take their over. I'm taking their over. Nine and a half win total at plus 105. I'm sprinkling a bit like you, JJ, at plus 240 to win the NFC North. And I think the other bet I like too, FanDuel also offers this, exact order for division. And I think if there's any division where you can paint a clear picture on what third and fourth is going to be, it's Lions-Bears. It's lying. Bears yeah. are not finishing higher than the Lions in this division, especially after episode one of Hard Knocks. But I just don't think they have the roster to do it. They are right now. I think I saw somewhere on Twitter that they are the least bet team to win the Super Bowl in the NFL, and rightfully so. So if you like exact order Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears, that's plus 850. Getting extra value there, I think, over that plus 240. I think that might be another bet. I sprinkle some on as well. The concern I have with Minnesota is the defense. Mm -hmm. 19th in EPA yeah. per play allowed last year, but they're – I wrote my notes, and I mean this wholeheartedly. They are health away from being like a deep playoff competitive roster. Like Dalvin Cook stays healthy. Daniel Hunter stays healthy. Sedarius Smith stays healthy. Adam Thielen stays healthy. This is a playoff competitive roster. And you mentioned the offensive line. If they stay healthy, Darisaw stays healthy. I really do think that this Minnesota Vikings team, similar to the Saints, and we just talked about the Saints a few episodes ago, like they are this team that's second in the division, obviously. Saints behind the Bucs, Vikings behind the Packers. That is a sexy pick to win the division at the value they have on FanDuel and one that I'm liking on their over win total and going into um, the playoffs. Uh, let's go to the Lions. Before we, before, go before, ahead, go before ahead, we move on, one thing I will say is that the, the Vikings, I mean, they have some, I mean, their schedule is middle of the pack, but they only have seven true road games. And, you know, one of their road games is a trip to London to play the Saints in week four. Um, but, I mean, they're underdogs in just four road games. So, I think there's some advantageous stuff in that schedule. And then if you look towards the back end of that schedule, I mean, you start at week 13. They got the Jets. They got the Lions. Um, they got the Colts and Giants at home. Um, and then they end with the Packers and the Bears. So, I think that second half of the schedule, I mean, it lines up well for them. So I like win. their chances. I'll say this for the Vikings. They're going to win this mm -hmm. division. I don't want to go nuts in a week one game, but they are playing the Packers in week one. And the Packers have eaten their lunch. They've beaten them in every game that matters. If the Vikings are serious about winning the division, you're ready to rock in week one. 
Like, you know, like there are certain teams that you don't want to give a leg up to. Like in, in other divisions, you say, ah, it's week one. It's no big deal. Not in this division. The Packers have owned it. They win in week one. I think the narrative is out there again. All right, the Packers, they're going to find a way to win this thing. They already have a head-to-head win over the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are winning this division week one. Remember, I have that circle. That's all I'm going to say. I have that circle for a couple weeks from now. That, that, that line is currently at two. I mean, there's some one and a half in the market right now. So it's a real I'm sharp line. I'm the Vikings. Line. I'll tell you that right now, boys. Load it up. I will be on the Minnesota Vikings in week one. Spoiler alert. Prime teaser leg, too. Anytime you can see a one and a half, two line, get through that three and get through that next one. I think that's going to be one I'll be looking at as well. The NFL Week 1 odds are out, and now's the time to try FanDuel Sportsbook if you haven't already. Get in on the action early this season. Right now, new FanDuel Sportsbook customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. What NFL futures bet would you make with a no-sweat bet? Pick local teams, players, where applicable. Go to FanDuel Sportsbook app to find more options. Do you think the Los Angeles Rams are going to be Super Bowl champions again at plus 1,100? You can bet that. Do you think Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor is going to lead the NFL in rushing yards? You can bet the Arizona Cardinals win total. Do you think Kyler and crew is going to get over eight and a half this season? A ton of other futures bets. Go to FanDuel.com or the app on your phone. Just sign up using promo code GAMBLERS. That's promo code GAMBLERS, G-A-M-B-L-E-R-S. Place your first bet and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. There's no better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code GAMBLERS. Again, that's G-A-M-B-L-E-R-S to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code GAMBLERS. Must be 21 years or older and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued and non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fandle.com slash RG. In Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Illinois, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342-1888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. In Tennessee, redline, 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less, and one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. All right, Detroit Lions. This is, and I'm not going to stop here. This is becoming America's team. 
People are in love with Dan Campbell. <laughs> People are in love with an underdog. Hashtag restore the roar is all I see on my Twitter feed. Then you go into episode one of Hard Docs. People are fired up crying. Get Jamal Williams, the running back, crying. Dan Campbell crying for this team. And I think everyone's getting behind him. And what that screams to me when you are betting in the NFL. Fade the market. The market and the emotions, man. So many people are betting the Detroit Lions to win this division at plus 950. So many people are betting their over win total. It's already juiced to minus 125. Their win total is set six and a half, and it's at minus 125 if you want to bet the over. Under is at plus 105. And this is a bad roster. I saw a training training camp report the other day that Jared Goff's playing well. That's when you know the Kool-Aid's too thick. Like, this is just an absurd, <laughs> absurd media presence for the Detroit Lions. Let me remind you that Jared Goff ranked 25th in EPA per drop back last year. Let me remind you, this is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. 30th in EPA per play allowed. 31st in pressure rate. Yeah, they added to the defensive line, number two overall pick, and Aiden Hutchinson, and there's reasons to think that those young players get better. They've done a good job of investing in the trenches. Panay Sewell, Hutchinson, like I said, Ali McNeil of NC State. Let's just not get the horse ahead of the cart here, or the cart ahead of the horse. Like I just don't think that the Detroit Lions are this good yet. Do I like what Dan Campbell's doing? Absolutely. Do they have buy-in on a losing team, objectively a losing team? Yes, but they're not a seven, eight, nine win team. They're not winning this division. Are you crazy? I can't find value on any overs with the Detroit Lions. Raheem, tell me I'm wrong. Okay, I'm staying away from this, but I mean, look, there's cases to be made for major improvement from this team. I mean, obviously, when we look at this team last year, they were much better than their three, 13, and one record indicated. I mean, they played more like a five, six team win. I mean, I team, they played more like a five, six, um, um, win team rather. Um, I mean, when you look at their one score luck, they were two and five, which is third worst in the NFL. Their Pythagorean expectation, almost two games under, which is fourth worst. I mean, adjusted games lost due to injury, third worst. So, I mean, I think the people who are betting the Lions over are banking on that luck, um, regressing towards the mean. And I mean, obviously, I mean, you got a coach in Dan Campbell who these guys are playing for. So, but I, I just, I'm staying away from it, obviously, because Jared Goff, he does play in the NFC North. And we all know Jared Goff in cold weather games, he struggles. I mean, he's only averaging 18 points per game. He really struggles. I mean, his completion percentage in cold weather games are under 50%. I mean, and he turns the ball over at will. Um, but I mean, there's a lot to be excited about in terms of this roster improvement. I mean, I've, obviously, I'm in Ra. Ra St. Brown exploded last year. Um, you still got TJ Hawkinson. DJ Shark is on the roster. So this offense should be better. This is be one of the better offensive lines in the league. I mean, when you look at this team. So, I mean, you still got, um, you still got Williams. You still got, um, DeAndre Swift. So <sighs> I think this number is really, really sharp. I'm personally going to pass on it. I don't want to play it under just because I, I think this team's going to improve, but I think six and a half is a little bit too high for me. Look, Detroit is an improved football team. You mentioned the offensive line. Sewell looks like an absolute monster. I mean, you see him mulling people left and right. I think he's going to end up being a great draft pick for them. They played hard all of last year. That you like. But what you don't like is the idea of everybody falling in love with the hard knocks narrative. The idea that I got every Joe public saying, Hey, Dan Campbell's the dude's dude, the lions, they're going to get two wins against the bears. They're going to be, they're going to be in a bunch of games. Bah, 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 bah. 
The Lions could be a much better team this year, guys. Much better team. Double their win total from last year and go under for the total this season. That is why, to me, I would lean in the direction of the under. Is this one of my favorite plays? Absolutely not. Is this one that I'm probably going to make? No, I don't think so. Like, I actually would like to root for the Lions this year. I like Dan Campbell. I like a lot of the young talent on their team. I, I got no issues with the Lions. I actually, I, I don't want to bet the under. But if I'm giving out a play here, it is the under. Because improvement for this team, again, you got a three-game range. They're still going to be a non-playoff team. I'm sorry. The idea of people betting them to win the division is asinine. The idea of people betting on them to make the playoffs is asinine. It's just giving away money. FanDuel is very encouraged to take your money. So go right ahead if you're willing to do so. They're going to be like a six-win special. Better competitive six-win special. I'm a, if we're giving plays here on this division, it's under for Detroit. I'm passing on this too, but I agree. If I'm leaning anywhere, it's under. And if you're sipping the Kool-Aid, plus 410. Detroit Lions make the playoffs next year if you're feeling it. Plus 950. Donation. I'll tell you that donation. right there, Austin. Donation. Oh, man. And, and I want to get back to what you said about the, impro- the improvements, right? I think it's an improved offensive line. I think there's a lot of arguments to be said that Jared Goff plays better next year. Year two in the system. They add DJ Chark. Amon Ross St. Brown's a second-year receiver they're really excited about. And then you didn't. we didn't bring this up. Fifth easiest strength of schedule when you look at projected win totals in 2022. That's all the reason to build a literal brick house out of square money on this over, and I'm not touching it. The reason I'm staying away and the, the play I think I'd rather have is just let's wait till week one goes away. They play the Eagles and they're four and a half point dogs at home. I believe they're at home. Yes, they're their home dogs. A lot of these seven, a lot of these seven, eight game win seasons, those simulations for the Detroit Lions involves a week one win at home against Philly. If they lose and this win total drops to five and a half and it starts to get a little bit different, that's when if you want to... Put on the Dan Campbell and all that stuff. If you want to start rooting for the Lions season long, I think you wait for that week one result. If they win, everything's going to change. And if you already bet them, you're obviously in a better spot. But I think they're going to lose that football game and their futures market changes pretty significantly to a point where you're probably going to find value then. If you want to bet on Detroit. Bears, last and least. Justin Fields last year was awful. One of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. 28th in EPA per play or EPA per drop back last year. First year head coach. Terrible receiving core. Greg Rosenthal for NFL.com had an excellent article where he's going around and, and looking at you know, all the different um, training camps and you know, what's going on. He wrote that Justin Fields at one point, because of injuries to Darnell Mooney, Nikhil Harry, Byron Pringle, he was throwing to Chris Finke, Nasimba Webster, and Isaiah Coulter as the starting three receivers on this football team. That's not enough. The offensive line is one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, and they're already looking to trade their 2022nd round pick. Tevon Jenkins, the left tackle that they're hoping plays this season. I, there's no reason to like the Chicago Bears' this team. There's a reason they're the least bet football team to win the Super Bowl. I don't like any of the value on their overs. If anything, if you're betting anything, I think plus 750 to have the worst regular season record next year is probably the value. Because this is a very bad football team that could be starting a combination of, of different things next year in terms of the offensive line, different receiving core. Defensively, they lose Khalil Mack. Secondary ranked 20th in EPA per pass allowed last year. Not a re- lot of reasons to like this football team. I think plus 750, that's where the value, them to have the worst regular season record. Am I being too mean to those in Chicago, JJ? No, the Bears stink. They absolutely stink. I mean, and then you throw in the Roquan Smith trade demand that came out a couple of days ago. They're a hot mess. And you want to talk about putting a young quarterback in a position to fail and fail miserably. That is what Chicago has done with Justin Fields. And I was not a huge Justin Fields guy. 
when he came out a couple of years ago at Ohio State. I, I thought he was way overhyped. I thought he was way overrated. But I give him a complete pass for what happened last year. And I got to be honest, in some way, I think I'm going to give him a pass for what happens with the Bears this year. That team, that roster is brutal. They're not beating Green Bay. I don't think they're getting a win against the Minnesota Vikings. And the defense, that was a strength. You have seen some defections and some departures. Khalil Mack is gone. You got to figure at some point Roquan Smith is going to be gone. Uh, they relied on Robert Quinn to basically have a ton of sacks. I don't know how you could expect that to be the case. Uh, I'm out on the Bears. I am completely out on the Chicago Bears. I like that idea. Worst record in the league. I would think about that. I'm in on that. Worst record in the league. I'm in. There were a couple of good candidates. The, the the Bears. The Bears strike me. I like that, guys. I like that. I do. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I mean, and like when you look at the schedule, I mean, look, they start off against San Francisco and Green Bay. That's two losses right out the door. You would think going two as long as Trey Lance is ready to play, right? You would think. Yeah, I mean, they're six and a half point underdogs in that game, and there's a lot of sharp money on the San Francisco 49ers. And then you got a Lovey Smith revenge game in week three. And then, I mean, you got my New York Giants, who I, I think should be able to walk right through them. But I mean, like, I mean, you start at week five and they got a brutal stretch. I mean, you got the, the Vikings, you got the commanders, you got the, 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 um, the Patriots on the road, the Cowboys on the road. Then you got the Dolphins. I mean, this team could, I mean, they could easily be 0 7, 0 8. So I agree with the worst record in the NFL. We've already seen this total get bet down from six and a half to five and a half wins. I mean, when you look at this team, they have one of the worst offensive lines in the league and they let right guard James Daniel go out the door in free agency. He's in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm just not seeing a lot there. I mean, obviously you lose Allen Robinson. You bring in Byron Pringle, who, I mean, I, I don't know what he's going to do on this roster. Um, you got a rookie in Velius Jones. Um, Darnell Moody and, and Cole Komet, that's their weapons. So there's weapons that are not scaring anybody. And then to me, David Montgomery is a solid running back, but what's he going to do behind this offensive line? I mean, this is, this is a bad football team. The one thing I will say is that there could be some value on Justin Fields over, I think it's four and a half touchdowns. Um, no, I think it's three and a half touchdowns, um, rushing touchdowns for the season. Um, I think last year he had two. I would also probably go over on his rushing total. He had 420 rushing yards last year. His rushing total is 525. The only thing that scares me is that behind this offensive line, he could get hurt. But if he plays a full season, that's the biggest fear with those totals. I'm I'm in on both of those, Raheem. My fear is Justin Fields ain't going to survive the season. Yeah, I mean, if he could survive the season, he goes over on those totals. But, I mean, behind this offensive line, I think they, they're just brutal. <laughs> that's going to do it for the NFC North, and that's going to do it for our Futures preview, except we have one more, one more to get over here. The FanDuel three-game Futures, not three-game, three Futures parlay. Right now, if you go to FanDuel, you can go put in a three Futures parlay. We're each going to give a leg on a division winner that we do like this upcoming year do we i'll kick us off i'll kick us off with what Good. we said to start here minnesota vikings plus 240 which is already going to juice the parlay which is already going to juice the parlay pretty significantly at plus 240 but i do think if you are playing long shot futures and with a lot of the things that you can get on fanduel right now if it is a first bet i think it's the move to make i'm going to start with our very own minnesota vikings kevin o'connell winning the division his first year raheem i'll go to you who is your division pick here to join in on this three-leg parlay 
I'm going to the Baltimore Ravens plus 160. I think, I think that's a safe one, but I mean, you also getting, um, odds on that. We, we discussed the NF, the AFC North the other day. I mean, obviously Baltimore Ravens, they lost a ton of teams due to, um, games due to injury last year to get everybody back healthy. Um, I think you got the Super Bowl hangover from the Bengals and then obviously the Browns and the, the, the Steelers, they're just not in contention here. Um, so I'm going to Baltimore Ravens. Ravens would have been my choice. I'm narrowing it down to two. I hope I'm choosing wisely. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers to win the AFC West at plus 240. I love their offseason. They go and get J.C. Jackson. They go and get Khalil Mack. They're obviously a well-oiled machine on offense. You take away Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs. Yeah, let's let's get nuts, guys. Los Angeles Chargers. I would have given out the Ravens, but Raheem, listen, great minds, unfortunately, think alike. Uh, I'm in. Chargers plus 240. That's Chargers plus 240, Vikings plus 240, Ravens plus 160, each to win their respective division. That's tw- that pays 29 to 1. A hundred dollar bet Ooh. pays $2,905. Say on a prayer, Fandle. ladies and gentlemen, boys on and Fandle girls. Say a prayer. Right now. You love to see it. Love to see it. We're already getting into the parlays here, and you make sure to continue to listen to the Ringer Gambling Show as we get into week one preview, how to bet the NFL. We're going to be obviously following along all season long this upcoming year. This is Austin Gale, Raheem Palmer, and JJ John Schrempty. Thanks, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.